Will. Hey, Eric. Will. Hey, Eric. Man. Ooh. Ooh. Are we going to release this epic hour-long odyssey of our year-end review of 2018? No. (laughs) No, we are not. nah. That would take a lot of work and a lot of listening to a music that we did not do. Well, yeah, I I am admittedly like probably more behind than I've ever been uh, as far as like music goes, despite having this podcast as like a hobby that I do. Like honestly, Newtsters, y'all should be appreciative that we put out anything whatsoever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I mean, I appreciate this content. Just be happy that we're dusting y'all with like you know anything what I'm saying. Whatsoever. Like, quit trying to snatch at our ankles of this <laughs> stardom of music to send nudes by and begging us for content that you want, and just appreciate what comes out. That's all we're saying. So anyway, that was a long-winded way of saying this is just a regular ass episode, and we're not doing a year in review. So happy 2019, new year, new me, Will. Yep, yep. You know what I'm saying? I'm ready to get into this. All right, let's do it. I am up first. And Eric, I'm going to go ahead and apologize in advance. God damn it. Cold of the night, light will guide you on your way to 
I, I apologized in advance. Well, I apologized in advance. What the hell was that? Well, the thing is, you seem very confident. Like, as the song was playing, you were like, oh, I got it. I got it. Oh, I know what it is. Yeah, I'm confident that you're a complete a-hole <laughs> who doesn't deserve the flushette Christmas present that I gave you last episode. Yeah, okay? probably, you, yeah, probably not. Like, I gave you basically a sage-burning, aura-cleaning, butthole cleanser, and you repay me with this bullshit. <laughs> I'm better than that. I thought our friendship was better than that, but you obviously don't think very highly of me. So, so I have that, to know, Eric. That was some bullshit. What, what in the world do you think that might be? Okay, first impression... Besides the first impression being that it was terrible. <laughs> Second impression was that is obviously off of some like video game soundtrack. Okay. Okay. But then when I brought that up, the look in your eyes said that that wasn't accurate. Okay. So next impression was, okay, <laughs> this song has definitely been translated from another language into English. But then I was like, I don't know why it would rhyme, and the weird the words are so weird. So I'm not I'm not sure if that holds true. The okay. answer, the absolute answer, is that that song was written by a computer. That is artificial <laughs> intelligence writing a song. No, that's no, not that's accurate. Not, it's not okay. Accurate. I'm sorry. Next impression. Okay. Okay, I actually don't have an next impression. Okay. Okay, what so that what's the answer? What where, okay. why did you play me that song, Will? All right. I played you that song, Eric, because it that song is the center of a massive cultural craze that's happening right now. It sounded kind of K poppy to me. Okay. Is that is it of K pop ilk? Uh no. No? no is it's it's, oh, it's I don't know why, but it sounded so I thought for sure my theory of computer artificial intelligence writing that song <laughs> that's really good that's, i know that's amazing i was very that positive that was the answer and then my next follow-up was like wow computer algorithm music sounds strikingly like k-pop and i don't know if that's an indictment of k-pop or if it's an indictment of computer music writing i didn't know who to blame for that i was like obviously this is biased based on who wrote the code that, of what they think a good song is so, okay, what the hell was that, Will? Okay, okay. That was the song Life Light, and it is the theme song for the new Super Smash Brothers game. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So my first theory held true that it was it's from a video game. Yeah. Okay, yeah. No, I was right the whole time. You... Let me get let me get this rant off. You Kingdom Hearts playing Final Fantasy motherfucker. I was so fed up with all that BS. I can't believe you put me through that. You Switch playing travel case having dual screen using. I'm over it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't smash as they say. Right. I am not a part of that culture. I don't defame anybody who is a part of that culture. Why? <laughs> Why yeah. does the theme song to Smash Bros have lyrics? And That's why a very good question. Are those lyrics so bad? While well, I'm let me enlighten you, Eric. 
So that song was written by the Don, the God, the Quincy Jones, of the Nintendo. Quincy Jones of <laughs> like anime and video game music, Hideki Sakamoto. Obvious. Actually, he's not a Don. Um, that vocal was sung by and obviously yes you did have it right that was translated that is definitely not an english song natively i wonder how do they when they translate the song from i'm guessing japanese to english how do they get the words to rhyme Mm. well interestingly um so one thing i'd like to do now is pause it and then i'd like to play you the japanese version if that's cool with you um no it's not it's really i appreciate you asking (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do that to you. But let me just mention, I did listen to the Japanese version. And the Japanese version... Okay, okay, okay. The Japanese version does not rhyme. It doesn't rhyme. Let's play the Japanese version. Because I don't know... No, we don't have to. But the Japanese version... Let's take a break. Are you serious? And play a snippet. Are you kidding me? Let's play a snippet of the Japanese version for full context. I'm not prepared to do that. Let's... we'll, uh, We'll be back. All right. Okay, okay, okay. I get it. I get it. We don't. The, okay, yeah, the only point. point. Okay. The only point. Okay. Was that there's no rhyming in the Japanese version. Yeah. But there is rhyming in the English version. Yeah. Which I find weird. Point was made. Yeah. I find that weird. And it begs the question is this common for like in Japanese music for it to just not rhyme? As a person who has lived in Japan yes. for a few years yes. previously in my life, I don't know the answer to that. Okay. The, okay. the Japanese pop that I listen to rhymes. So I wonder if this was written in English first to wait, rhyme. Wait, 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 wait. What? You listen to Japanese pop? Yeah, dog. Like what? Uh Oh, man. There is this banger that I check very frequently um okay hang on hang on maybe we don't maybe we ought not go on that tangent do you need to listen to that you want to you want to maybe wanna, you should troll me with some j some j-pops do you want to hear this banger do you want a, a snippet of that or do, do you, we want to well the real question is do you want to edit this banger into the podcast that's, oh, that's the bigger question maybe i edit bangers you ready all right, all right let's, let's do get, it let's dip you into <laughs> some japanese johns that i got will all right let's do it
told you I knew about some Japanese bangers. Okay. That was... I, I wouldn't call that J-pop exactly. Here's the thing, Eric. That's that was that was actually delightful. Yeah. I love that. No, that's a I love good freaking song. But we still have to talk about Smash Brothers. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I told so anyway, you, but I that, told you I that knew was, my shit. That, was yeah. My no. Points. No. I appreciate that. And that was great. And you asked me what year I think I thought that came out. Uh huh. It's not going to be on the same timeline as like a Donna Summer. Obviously, it's like a disco throwback type song. Um. So. I'm going to guess like 79 or 1985. Whoa! Is the year Whoa! Mariah Takuchi released the seminal banger that is called Plastic Love. That was amazing. But which is so much better than the bullshit that you tried to play for me that was the Smash Brothers theme song. Um... We did verify, though... We don't think that song rhymed, so maybe yeah. Japanese. So maybe Japanese music doesn't, doesn't rhyme too yeah, often. They don't really care about that. So anyway, Eric, we have to talk about Super Smash Bros. This this episode is basically my my ploy to like work video games into this podcast somehow because that's my life now. I don't listen to music anymore. I'm just super old, and I just I I make enough money to where I can I can have a gaming hobby which is extremely expensive these days and i'm somewhat able to like pull that off so uh so here we are your honesty in revealing that is so courageous well thank you thank you're you. i mean i really just like <laughs> i respect you really just like laying it out there yeah and putting it all on the line it's it's pretty weird like so you're just it's, admitting. Well, yeah, I'm admitting. But so the another interesting thing is, so we have this going. We have music to send nudes by. This is like my main portal into like human contact. Yes, <laughs> and and it's my main it's my main portal into like kind of like music because this actually forces me to like try to like consume some new music so I have something to like bring to the podcast every once in a while. So, but. The thing is, Smash Bros. is so big, and that song is part of the intro of this. That song, that melody, repeats throughout the game. Every moment, every menu screen, every loading screen, like it's just like permeates your soul. And I made you listen. I made you read the lyrics to that song. You did. And fact, fact. And I don't know if you picked up on this. It's kind of pretty obvious, but. That song is about the apocalypse. Oh, I did not. You didn't pick up on that? I thought it was pretty incoherent. And I I knew it was about destruction. And I knew it was about like things going wrong. Yeah. But I did not read them coherently enough to think yeah. that they had a theme. Well, no. It's, it's basically about the, the, the destruction and the demise of the Smash Bros. So first of all, Super Smash Bros. Are you going to explain to I'm gonna, us? I'm going to have to explain it because the, it's a massive, it's a big deal. It's just Bros. such a big deal. Bruh. So Smash Bros. makes zero sense. I was super skeptical. Mm -hmm. This is my first one. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm still kind of a Smash Bros. baby. <clears throat> I wish but I I'm in deep as a look baby. on my face as he explains this. But... Basically, there's an apocalypse and all the Smash Bros get destroyed by the world of light or the god of light, Galim. And so Galim kills everybody except the one sole survivor. Do you want to guess who the one sole survivor is in the entire Nintendo roster? Pikachu. Kirby. 
Oh. Yeah. Kirby is like sailing on his little like shooting star. And he lands on some like planet which managed to survive the destruction of Galim. And you're looking at your phone and don't care what I'm saying. No, no, no. I'm, no, I'm, 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 I'm with you, you're dog. You're with me? I okay. am here on this journey. All right. Spirits. Okay. Dark Lord. Light yeah, Lord. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Nope. So anyway, that's... <laughs> so anyway, that Continue. song... Continue. That song. We're almost done. We're almost done. That song is will permeate your brain because it's like in every little facet of the game that melody comes back and every time you start up the game it's that colors weave into a spire of flame which that's crazy wordplay like what is the spire of flame why are there so many colors well it turns out they're spirits of all the different nintendo characters and by the way there's there's 74 players playable characters you can laugh into the mic by the way there's 74 playable characters in smash bros universe guess how many spirits there are there's almost 1300 spirits (laughs) (laughs) yeah so so anyway this is my this is my life now is basically what i'm saying I'm done. I don't have anything else. I'm sorry. I do not mean to make light. This has been Will Tries to Relate to Other Human People. Next week on Will Tries to Relate to Other Human People, (laughs) we'll discuss. (laughs) (laughs) It's so bad. It's weird. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. No, yeah. Hey, it's deep. And I believe you will. Yeah, it's not. It's definitely not deep. It's the furthest thing from deep. Anyway, we should probably get in. Are, are you going to play a pick, or was that your pick, the Japanese? No, song? we haven't even. We're so deep into the podcast, listening to bullshit, except for the one good song that I played. Can I actually play you a, a reasonably let's like, do it decent yeah. good song that's not about some bullshit? Will let's do it, please. I'm ready. I'm getting Russian cream, show the lean, crush the all pink limousine, green Kool Aid, purple drinks, I'm slipping out a hater, eh? You see, you see, you see, you can't stand the rain. You see, you see, you see, you can't stand the rain. Watermelon inside, lime green. Feeling like Missy, looking like O2. Mini Van Gogh room, I wing it like bread time. Boy, I'm super duper fly. Don't ask me, can't tell you why. Ice cream, you scream, smoking vanilla ice cream. Popsicle drip, drop, lean with a rock, bottle pops. Not V-Tangle, crochet, left me hanging. People love to talk, they never stick to what they say. I cannot stick around for sticky situations. Hold up, wait a minute, think you need some. Jolly in my car, so leave me a drink that smiles back. I'm glad I keep the grill on me. 
Ocean cream, Chardelline, crash the all pink limousine Grey Kool-Aid, purple drinks, I'm slipping out of haterade Missy E, Missy E, Missy E, can't stand the rain Missy E, Missy E, Missy E, can't stand the rain Russian cream, Chardelline, crash the all pink limousine Grey Kool-Aid, purple drinks, I'm slipping out of haterade Missy E, Missy E, Missy E, can't stand the rain Missy E, Missy E, Missy E, can't stand the rain P.I.M.P. walking, lucky charms, they lead the way Jersey dress on, grab my candy cane, I'm gone One, two step, you could save your breath I've gone fishing, I've gone searching If I'm drowning, please don't hurt me Crystal ball, what's in store? I skirt off like it's stolen, like it ain't mine, it's yours And I can't stand the rain on the wind when they always got five on it, never ten toes Give me cold show to 360, keep it 100, not 50 Big time shot, call a Yasin and I need a soldier Can't beat me 911 or call me on my cell phone My name ain't Missy E and I like to ball alone Russian cream, Chardelline, crash the all pink limousine Grey Kool-Aid, purple drinks, I'm slipping out of haterade Missy E, Missy E, Missy E, can't stand the rain Missy E, Missy E, Missy E, can't stand the rain Russian cream, Chardelline, crash the all pink limousine Grey Kool-Aid, purple drinks, I'm slipping out of haterade Missy E, Missy E, Missy E, can't stand the rain Missy E, Missy E, Missy E, can't stand the rain Well, what? did you think about an actual song? I don't know. Who do you think that was? Yeah. What were your impressions? I loved that. Ooh. To be frank, I, 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 that's like, it's kind of like my lane uh, recently has been to like... Explain your lane, dog. My, I mean, it's kind of like, it's like rappers who have a very conversational type of tone. There's like extreme... Like Effortless is the name of the game. It's just... It's just uh pseudo sensual type voice really normal kind of almost conversational type flow it's effortless there's so much it's it's effortless and, and there's just sounds like it didn't take a lot of work which is but which it's still is good. what makes it cool yeah, yeah it's yeah. still good yeah it's not lazy it's no it's not lazy it's like effortless. there's yeah it's effortless um so the first artist that comes to mind that kind of has that sound right now is Bali Ooh. Baby. Yeah. See, my impression was she kind of sounded like a, a, a less monotone mm. name. Okay. No, so I could see that too. Ex- explain Bali Baby. Well, Bali, Bali Baby just has that kind of flow going on. It's kind of like she has kind of like Valley Girl swag where it's kind of like, um, like sassy Barbie doll, like um, Valley, Valley Girl speak, but like rapping. That's kind of what Bali Baby has going on. This this chick had a slightly different vibe, which was more like not really Valley Girl, but just kind of like, um, I don't know how should I put it, just like vaguely sultry, but not over the top. It's not Lil Kim like popping yeah. on the album cover. Oh yeah, it's yeah, just no, no, like no. a a more refined, very subtle, yeah, kind of sexiness. Right. Okay. Right. So who was it? Oh, that was Pink Caravan. Pink Caravan. Pink Caravan, all one word. Okay. And that song was called Missy Elliott's. Yeah. Because obviously you can't stand the rain. Yeah, I you really see how much the hook happier, was the hook was so good on you that. You see how much happier you are when we actually talk about real 
fucking music dog, as opposed. I was hype. I was hype for Smash. Dog, I'm still hype. I'm sad right now I that know. I'm not playing Smash Bros. I, I see it in your eyes. It's honestly, I think you we you have, might have a problem, and we need to talk about. Well, this. maybe I just maybe I'm in the wrong podcast. Like maybe I need to be talking about video games. <laughs> You're very much in the wrong podcast. We have determined that episodes earlier. But yeah, that was Pink Pink Caravan. Uh, I think she's swaggy as fuck. She is this rapper who's got her own kind of style from St. Louis. Mm. Man, I don't know what it is, but I have been You hit digging. me with a St. Louis like a couple weeks ago. Yo, Smino's Smino. from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Toby Lou is from Chicago. And yeah. like, has, like, I'm just all about this Midwest feel yeah. right now. Yeah. I mean, straight up being honest, I kind of hate the Midwest. I clown on like Kansas and Iowa and like Southern Missouri for being like Slipknot Tech Nine fans. We're dangerously close to the Midwest. Yeah, right. Yeah. And so being so close to it, I get that that up close and personal, you know, confrontation with these people. So you're either going to Kansas City and seeing like people from the Power and Light District wearing like aggressive jeans and frosted tips being all up in your face, or you go to Springfield where like you're just trying to grab a burger at the Freddy's or the Culver's, and then the people next to you have like uh goth jeans and like dark lipstick and multiple face piercings, and they are just blaring some tech nine or some uh ICP and you, you know, you're just trying to sit down for some family dinner but you're just like what world do I live in right now where Springfield is just so angsty and I don't get like oh this is where Hot Topic was created. I totally understand that. That <laughs> is, is that Missouri. true? You believe it? Well, oh yeah, I would yeah, totally yeah. believe it. But. You know, do I know it's true? No. Does it matter? No, because it makes sense. Missouri yeah. is a Hot Topic state. I think a, I think slightly higher of St. Louis at least. Well, okay. I have a theory. What What's are the that? two major cities in Missouri? Ooh. It, that's not a, a hard question. Well, Kansas City and St. Louis? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know what those two cities share in common? What? They're both border towns. It yeah. means mm. something that mm. the two most important cities in a state are so close to getting the hell out of there, they ride up right to the border. And I think that means something. All right? That goes to my point. I hate the Midwest. I can't stand that shit. Right, right, right. And all of our Midwest listeners, sorry to hear it. But St. Lou and Chicago and some other joints that are coming out have some bomb-ass rappers. And I'm not mad at them whatsoever. And Pink Caravan is right in there where, like, I don't know what it is about that Midwest ideology. They just kind of, like, have more freedom to take chances and be weird. Maybe it's because, like, like you know, you've heard the saying that, like, all newscasters, the best newscasters come from the Midwest because they don't have an accent. So they can yeah. kind of be like regionless and just sound like plain it's Jane. It's the most generic, yeah. like generified part of the states. They sound like unseasoned chicken. Ooh. It's just yeah. like no spice whatsoever. You yeah. sound so boring that you're unoffensive. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I agree. The that's kind of what that's kind of the Midwest vibe. That's kind of what's going on, but I feel like like inter, internet like current internet culture is just creating possibilities that were previously not there for like regions like the Midwest. But why is the stuff coming out of the Midwest so original and so like anything else? Um, well, is, is that maybe because they don't have an identity. Maybe that they so. Have to maybe they have to. to. They have to like work a little harder to like find themselves because they don't. They can't just like ride some wave. Yeah, I mean, the only other outcome 
aside from being just weird and in your own lane, is that everybody from Missouri was going to sound like Nelly and the St. Lunatics. But that's not happening. Everybody coming out of St. Louis is sounding independent and weird, and they're just doing their complete own lane. What other St. Louis artists are there right now besides those two uh you mentioned. can't forget chingy no smino and what's her name remind me again pink caravan do you know of, are, are there any others on your radar right now or are you just talking mostly about those two well st louis and missouri and the midwest as a whole are going to get upset at me but i kind of lumped together st louis and chicago yeah they're five hours apart from each other driving yeah and people that grew up in one fucks with another i yeah. I, I think SZA might be originally from St. Louis or grew really? up there. Really? Yeah. When I went to that show, that was kind of like a homecoming, but I don't know if like, you know, people move around when their kids a lot. Like Kendrick Lamar, yeah. famously from Compton, but also grew up in Chicago on and off, like spent summers there and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a weird Midwest connection that a lot of uh, really good artists in current times have. Yeah. So I kind of lumped together St. Louis and uh, Chicago. So that's like, if you if you include that Chicago ilk, you have like Mick Jenkins, you have Toby Lou, you have all these other cats that are doing really weird experimental things like Saba. It's kind of yeah. boring. Valet, you know what I'm saying? Like people are coming out with really progressive flows and intonations that nobody else is doing that people are biting off of. Right. And I, I'm giving the Midwest credit that something about that area is leading to people being weird and off the grid and experimental and yeah. not following like yeah. some kind yeah. of formula. Well, I definitely feel like in 2018, we have a, we're living in a time when like there's rap has never been less regional. Like previously rap was very much like it. Well, obviously there's exceptions, but rap was very much like, you, you're from this city, you have this sound. Uh, because why try to rebrand and like go off and do your own thing when there's already this strong scene happening in your city and you can parlay off of that energy and like, you know, be a part of that, that scene. Uh, like why go do something original when you can do that? So, but now with the internet culture and everything, everyone's just doing every, like I just found out the other day that YBN Namir was from Atlanta. I was like, what? How does that even... Like, that does not sound Southern in the slightest. Atlanta? I I actually heard... I thought you was, like, spent some time growing up in, like, Alabama. Ooh, we might have to Google that. But, but that's... Yeah, that's the thing, is, like, there's all these Southern artists that are trying to not sound Southern. Yeah. And then there's, like, the Kodak Blacks, who are obviously still trying to sound extremely Southern. And then there's, like, people in Philadelphia trying to sound Southern. Yeah. And then everyone's just kind of doing whatever sound they like. Yeah. And there's not really regionalism anymore, like, in hip-hop. Yeah. Everybody kind of sounds like they're from Atlanta. There, There's, like, two... Well, I guess there's, like, four major flows right now. You can do, like, the Kodak, uh, Gucci, kind of, like, spoken Southern thing. You can do the Valet, like, lazy talk. Yeah. You can do the Gunna, like, sing-song kind of voice. Yeah. Or you can do the West Coast, like, uh, uh, SOB, kind of, like, uh, keep the sneak kind of rap talk. Well, yeah. See, the, the thing is, I feel like YBN Namir and, like, even... What's the kid from Houston that was, like, like got in trouble? Uh, he had the big song, uh, really the race. big song. Yeah. Yeah. Tay K. Yeah. So I feel like Tay K and YB and Namir sound very West Coast to me. They sound very LA. Right. 
but they're not from there at all. They're, but they're not from there at all. Right. But that's that. I feel like that's where their main like influences come from. At least, maybe not directly, but somewhere along the line, the sound that they picked up on sort of originated from those places. They all kind of sound. Uh, Genius actually did a really good video uh, going through the progression of like flows, where like it kind of started with like Sugar Free and Keek to Sneak, yeah, and now like you know, Sob Rxe are really popular with it now, and like people are really biting that. And then if you listen to like T Grizzly, they're doing like a Detroit version of that, but it kind of sounds similar, and it all culminated in like Blueface being really weird and offbeat. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Uh, if people that are not really into deep rap like we just made up a bunch of words that you don't understand yeah but no flows are kind of made to be bitten you know what i'm saying like people come up with something new and that becomes a hot thing because it's original right uh, until it's no longer original and then it becomes boring well yeah but previously that was like a regional thing though right like regions would ride a certain sound right. that were pioneered by like one or a few artists like bounce or go-go yeah or, yeah or like houston like yeah. you know uh screw yeah Memphis, like all these different regions have a very defined sound that we think of. And obviously there's people that exist, have always existed outside of those scenes in their towns. But it just seems like now more than ever, we hear that. And like um, Pink Cadillac, I would Pink never... Pink Caravan. Oh, crap. Pink Caravan. I would never, ever have guessed that she was from uh, St. Louis, but that's amazing. So it is. Why would you guess anybody's from St. Louis? Yeah, I mean, Unless I would never. Really yeah, no, I would, that would that that would never be a guess. Like I would, I wouldn't lose that trivia question every time. So anyway, that was dope. Back to the point of uh, Pink Caravan. That was dope. Um, I'm gonna have to keep her on my radar. Yeah, she's yeah. good. That's yeah. what happens. You see the enjoyment that comes in your life when you listen to actually really good music. So that's funny you mentioned that because. The reason that I chose to play that uh, Smash Bros song for you is because I realized that I was like, okay, so I've heard, so this song has been happening a lot, and now I am earnestly, I, I just earnestly enjoyed that song for the first time. So you don't even, it's so. not even a troll. Your <laughs> yeah, trolling no, I, life actually, is like becoming a matrix <laughs> where you can't tell where one ends and one begins, and you just genuinely enjoy this. You're suffering... Yeah. You're yeah. suffering from Stockholm syndrome where you just can't even get out of your own way and you just think you actually enjoy this now. Yeah. You're making excuses for why it's a good thing. Yeah, it's weird, man. No. The you Okay, the Lion King. <laughs> you you're trying to make this big point that this song has this deeper meaning. No, it does not have a deeper meaning. Because it has this BS, like, grandiose ideology behind it. It excuses the fact that it's bad, where I feel like the meat of that song is about its meaning and not about it being an actually good song. It's the, the meat behind that song is it's, it's Smash Bros, baby. What's the, yeah, see, there is no meat behind that no, song. No, no. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's my point. It's less it's deep. It's supposed to get stuck in your head. It's less deep than The Lion King. The Lion King's like, there's so many theories out there that the entire progression of the movie, the plot line, is the seven sacraments. Where like, it starts off with baptism, it goes to marriage and confirmation. Let me ask you this. What? Do you still remember the melody? No. Uh, well, if you heard it two more times, it would be 
sealed, infused sure in your brain. Forever. Every single time you fire that game up, it just gets <laughs> embedded in your dog. I've played Madden. I've played video games before. You know what I'm saying? Like the opening to 2K13 was probably some like, you know, Just Blaze song. Or I remember, no, this, you know, this, this NBA Streets. Like, I get it. It's different. You're, it's different. You're indoctrined. You're completely hypnotized. You're suffering from Stockholm Syndrome. It's not a good song. It's weird. Nothing about it is redeeming and it's corny. <laughs> And like they should have hired anybody else. But honestly, I would have enjoyed it so much more if they didn't translate it to English. Like, why would they go through the trouble? I, I'm sure I mean, we talked. I'm sure it, it was because, written in English because colors colors weave into a spire of flame, dog. That's just how it has Get to be. GTFO with that BS. <laughs> I'm tired of it, dog. I'm not yeah. trying to hear about it's it. It's over. I'm not going to troll you. Actually, I'm gonna, I am. I am going to yeah, troll you. Yeah, no, yeah. You're going to troll me again. Endlessly. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I'm ruining the podcast. Nudesters, I'm going to continue to bring you top quality content and really good songs that you actually are going to want to listen to later on because I am here for the betterment of your life. Unlike some of our other co-hosts who want to be about that BS. I mean, BS is pretty good sometimes. You choose what you're here for and what you're not. And with that said, episode 19. Episode 19. In the bank. In the bank. We'll catch you next week, Newsters. Check us out then. Peace.